Welcome to the Puberty Prof Podcast, where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics. Here is your host, Lori Reichel, the Puberty Prof, a nationally recognized health educator, author of the award-winning book, Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty, and creator of the Talk Puberty app. And welcome to the Puberty Prof Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Reichel, the Puberty Prof. Today's episode is the trivia game that refers to information heard from the past 12 episodes of the Puberty Prof Podcast. These episodes were numbered 40 to 51 and included the following topics. Fun facts about body parts, identity terminology, pregnancy questions, supporting your young person's physical, mental, and emotional growth being positive about periods, and having honest puberty and sex education talks. So this episode, number 52, is being presented as a trivia game that you can play as you listen to it. So feel free to play this trivia game with family members, friends, students. You can play by listening as you are now to this episode or by watching the game played by me, the Puberty Prof, on the YouTube. I'm actually attempting for the first time to record this and place it on a YouTube channel. And that link will be in today's description if it works out. I'm going to be optimistic that a link will be there. You can also play if you have a Kahoot account. Regarding Kahoot, what I did was I created this trivia game on Kahoot and which is available for you to access if you have a free or a paid Kahoot account. I'm not associated with Kahoot. I'm using it, though, as a tool for this trivia game. And again, the link for that will be put in the episode episode's description, just like that hoped for YouTube link. So again, how you can play this game is, one, by listening to this episode by yourself or with others. Two, by watching the episode through the provided link on YouTube, fingers crossed. Three, by playing the trivia game through Kahoot. Now, the Puberty Prof trivia game will consist of 13 overall statements or questions. Basically, I will say a true-false statement or multiple-choice question with possible answers, and you get to guess what the correct answer is. I will attempt to pause to give you some time to think, and I'll also attempt to say each statement or question twice. So are you ready to play? Then, all right, I logged into the Kahoot account and I'm starting the game. Dun, da, da, da. Puberty Prof Trivia Game, April 2022. Question number one. The term used when referring to the outside parts that most girls have is vagina, penis, testicles, or vulva. The term used when referring to the outside parts that most girls have is a vagina, a penis, testicles, or vulva. And the correct answer is vulva. This is a term that I know I wasn't taught when I was growing up, and it represents those external parts, the inner and outer labia, the clitoral area, 
And that is something that I talked about with Dr. Casey Tobin. Going on to the next question. It's another true or false. I mean, it is a true or false. Sorry. The first one wasn't. Question number two is semen and sperm are the same thing. Semen and sperm are the same thing. True or false? And the correct answer is false. Dr. Casey Tobin was also on that episode with me when we were talking about semen and sperm. And she explained that sperm is one ingredient that's a part of semen. Question number three. According to Rowena Thomas of Amazing Me, the age to start talking about sexuality with children is never, after puberty, during puberty, or throughout their lives, including when they are younger. According to Rowena Thomas of Amazing Me, the age to start talking about sexuality with children is never, after puberty, during puberty, or throughout their lives, including when they're younger? And the correct answer is throughout their lives. I know that some of us are not used to that because it wasn't modeled for us when we were growing up. And it's like, never, I don't, don't want to talk to my kid about this. But the truth is that we're aware of these messages ever since we're children. So why not have a trusted adult like if you're the trusted adult listening in, why not have somebody reliable that children can talk with for this topic, including when they're younger? Now, if you saw my score, the puberty prof is doing really well on the scoreboard. Question number four, it's actually a true false. Puberty talks that are gender inclusive include saying statements like, only girls can wear pink. Puberty talks that are gender inclusive include saying statements like only girls can wear pink. True or false? And the answer is false. Because the reality is anybody can wear pink. And when we're talking about gender inclusivity, what that means, it means that we, we make comments that everybody have the, has the opportunity to do things. Regarding puberty talks, when we're talking about gender, we're talking about things that, you know, who can do what? And that statement of only girls can wear pink is not gender inclusive. Anybody can wear pink. So we would say that to children that anybody can wear pink. So hopefully my, my explanation here is making sense. Let's go on to the next question. Question number five. Common signs that puberty is occurring include budding breasts, an unpleasant, or excuse me, an increase in unpleasant armpit smells, new hair growth, like in the armpit area, or all of these are correct. Common signs that puberty is occurring include budding breasts, an increase in unpleasant armpit smells, new hair growth, like in the armpit area, or all of these are correct. And the correct answer is that all of them are correct. 
as puberty is occurring, breasts start budding. Uh, a lot of middle school teachers, or if I should say fifth grade teachers, notice this unpleasant smell when they come back after the children have had rec or perhaps physical education. It happens. Smells happen. And then we do have this new hair growth. And a lot of children do get it either in the armpit area, the legs. It depends upon your genetic makeup. But that's a common sign that puberty is occurring for young people. Question number six. Ryan, who's a current college student, experienced which of the following, which of the following during his preteen years? Having a crush? Joining a sports team for social connections? having puberty lessons in health classes, or all of these. Ryan, a current college student, experienced which of the following during his preteen years? I'll give you a hint. This is common for a lot of young people. Did he have a crush? Join a sports team for social connections? Have puberty lessons or health classes? Or all of the above? And the correct answer is all of the above. He did have puberty lessons in health classes. I'm so happy that that happened. And he also talked about on the episode that he was on, he talked about his crush. And then he joined sports team. He sport a uh, sports team. He actually talked about how that helped him through those social years of, of becoming a preteen to a, a teen. Question seven, true or false? Bloody awesome periods is the philosophy that hopes to create positive feelings about menstrual cycles. Bloody awesome periods is the philosophy that hopes to create positive feelings about menstrual cycles. And the correct answer is true. I had Caitlin on. She's one of the people behind Bloody Awesome Periods, and she has a box that people can get to prepare young people for when they're about to have their period or to be prepared, like I said, to have their period. But she talked about the philosophy of why be afraid of it? Why not celebrate that this is an awesome thing that happens to your body? Next question, which is number eight. Al Vernaccio explains sexual orientation as the way we answer the question, who does our heart reach out to? True or false? Al Vernaccio explains sexual orientation as the way we answer the question, who does our heart reach out to? True or false? And the answer is true. In that episode with Al, he talked about having a crush in which he explained it as, like I just said, who his heart reaches out to. And I shared during that episode that my first crush or one of them was on somebody called Al, who I called L'Oreal. And Al also shared a similar story. So please listen in to that episode if you haven't heard it already. Next question, number nine. In addition to experiencing pubertal changes, Preteens also have to figure out how to navigate friendships, how to resolve a conflict with their pets, how to end healthy friendships, or all answers are correct. In addition to experiencing pubertal changes, preteens have to also figure out 
how to navigate friendships, how to resolve a conflict with their pets, how to end healthier friendships, or all answers are correct. And the correct answer is how to navigate friendships. I mean, certainly how to resolve a conflict with their pet. That's not something they usually have to figure out. And then why would you want to end a healthy friendship? We want to keep those. But how to navigate friendships, that includes when we're noticing sometimes the person that we felt connected to in the past, maybe they're on a different path. Maybe they're joining a sports team and I don't like that sport. Or maybe they're getting involved in some kind of organization and you're not interested. And sometimes their paths are not continued. Sometimes friendships end or sometimes too, they can be reconnected in the future, but sometimes people just change as they grow up. It happens. Next question in which the puberty prof is in first place. And it's question number 10. We all have the same patterns for how we learn and succeed. We all have the same patterns for how we learn and succeed. True or false? And the answer is false. If you remember the episode with Gail Swift, she talked about uh, how we all have our own pattern We might have some similarities, but there's even ways to assess what our patterns are. And she phrased it as, let's see if I can say it uh, appropriately, it's cognitive. There's this cognitive aspect that we have. So check out her episode if you haven't heard that. I learned so much about the learning process and how to best support children by, by talking with Gail. So again, please check that out for yourself. Okay, the next question, which is 11, is young people of all ages may be curious about pregnancy, true or false? Young people of all ages may be curious about pregnancy, true or false? And the answer is true. It's really interesting because even in my college classes, people have questions and I have had students like the person that was on the episode on pregnancy. That was McKinsey. She was currently pregnant and she talked about how some of her students would ask her questions and they're so neat to hear. They really are because children, they're they're curious. And then as we age, it's also okay to be curious, especially if you haven't been pregnant yourself, ask questions. It's okay. So that answer was true, that people of all ages may be curious about pregnancy, including those young people. So we have two questions left. This one, 12, is a true-false, and it's talking with young people about sex encourages them to have sex. Talking with young people about sex encourages them to have sex, true or false. And the correct answer is false. We talk about a lot of serious topics with young people. That doesn't mean they go out and do it. It's just like when we talk to young people about how to cross the street properly. We talk about the dangers. That doesn't mean they're going to go out and do, like, just run across the street. Um, 
what we're trying to do is we're trying to provide tools for young people that they can make the best decisions. And like when we talk to children about how to cross the street properly, that's what we do. We give them the skills and we wait. We go to the corner. A stop sign is really great. We look both ways and then you look both ways again. Same thing for sexuality. When we talk with them, we try try to empower them. And that doesn't though mean that they go running out and have sex. It doesn't mean that. So, and the research supports that. So listen to Kim Cook's episode on that if you want to hear more about that. And that was episode 51. Our last but not least question for the trivia contest with the Puberty Prof is, what is one resource a person can use to help have effective talks about puberty? The Talk Puberty app, the book titled Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty, kidshealth.org, or all answers are resources to use. What is one resource a person can use to help have effective talks about puberty? The Talk Puberty app, the book titled Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty, kidshealth.org, or all answers are resources to use. And the correct answer is that last one. All answers are resources to use. The Talk Puberty app, that's my creation, and it includes questions that help lead the conversation for puberty talks. There are sections on there, like sections of changes that happen to all children, changes that happen to most boys, changes that happen to most girls, questions about pregnancy and other topics. So, and then there's open-ended questions. I love that section. I love it because you can ask a question of uh, what do you hope your, what qualities do you hope your friend would have? And what are some of the best parts about growing up or what are some of the, the weirdest parts about growing up? So please check out the Talk Puberty app. The book that's titled Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty, that's my book. It's won a bunch of awards, including the Mom's Choice Award. And that's found on Amazon and other at other um, online bookstores. And that has a whole bunch a whole bunch of questions that I've been asked as well as other health teachers over the years that children want to know about puberty and other sexuality topics in addition to the questions there's age and developmentally appropriate answers in the book there's also the discussion cards the the like the talk puberty app there's discussion cards that you can take out at the end you just have to put them on cardstock and they're great to have discussions with kids just like the talk puberty app Kidshealth.org, I love that website. There's a tab for parents and other caregivers. There's a tab, and which means a section for teenagers. And then there's a tab or section for young people. And there are actual little cartoons of the reproductive parts on there. And it's really neat. There's a variety of questions and information for a variety of ages. So I love that resource. And they update it regularly. So all of those items are resources to use. Now, if I close the Kuhut here, or if I should say end it, it shows that the winner of the Puberty Prof Trivia Game for April 2022 is actually the Puberty Prof herself. I'm so glad that I was able to multitask 
because I have to use my phone as I'm using my computer. And then I came in first place, although I was competing only against myself. So I conclude by saying, great job listening in to the Puberty Prof Trivia Game, episode number 52. Remember, you can re-listen to this episode with some others. Watch it on the YouTube channel. Check out the link in the description. Again, my fingers are crossed. That's going to work. Or play through Kahoot itself. Also, please use the Talk Puberty app to learn more about puberty and other growing up information or to help you talk with another person about puberty. It truly helps you lead the conversation. It, it, just, it just helps you. It, it helps people ask questions or, or bring up other questions or concerns. So thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you have a happy and healthy day. Thank you for listening to the Puberty Prof Podcast, where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow the Puberty Prof on Twitter or Instagram. The Puberty Prof, Lori Reichel, wants to hear from you. Go to pubertyprof.com or click on the link in this episode's description. There you can find more information, as well as ask questions to be answered by the Puberty Prof in a future episode. That's pubertyprof.com. Also, remember to check out the Talk Puberty app and the book, Common Questions Children Ask About Puberty. Until next time, this is the Puberty Prof Podcast, where information and tools are shared to help you have conversations about puberty and other growing up topics.